everyone. Welcome back to Well Then, a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first. I'm your host, Megan Scherer. In today's episode, I talk to my friend Samantha Kazuch about a really exciting topic that is new to the podcast. Samantha is a social media expert and online business coach. She has been an entrepreneur for over 10 years and built multiple online six-figure businesses, including a video production company, personal brand as a fitness influencer, a business coach, and runs an entrepreneur mastermind with online coaching programs. She helps overwhelmed entrepreneurs and business owners use social media to create and launch a profitable offer that include programs, courses, services, or products. Samantha has become a master at manifesting and the law of attraction in her own life, as well as the lives of her clients and people in, in her circle. Today, we're going to dive into a little bit more about her story, as well as a technique and tool that she has coined called the manuscripting method. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it and to apply it to your own lives as well. So let's dive in. All right. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. I am super excited to explore this conversation. And I know you and I talked a little bit about it um, beforehand. And I think that our listeners are going to get so much out of this. So thank you for being willing to come on and share your story and this really awesome method that you've worked on coining and um, yeah, I'm all of that. I'm super excited to dive in. I'd love you to just start by sharing a, a little bit um, about your your background, and then we can dive into um, the manuscripting method and how people can use this tool in their lives. Sure. So, gosh, my entrepreneurial career started about ten years ago, and back when I first started. I was kind of dipping my toes into kind of the law of attraction and abundance. And of course, just like most people, the seek back then kind of the secret, the book and the movie was usually the first thing you're introduced to in this space of abundance and law of attraction and everything. So along with that and trying to figure out my life, I had kind of gone against the grain of not going to med school after college like I'd been promising my parents for years because I just didn't feel that alignment of being pulled to go to med school. And I really turned to this new methodology of just trying to visualize what I wanted my life to look like and what I really wanted for myself. And I really started to kind of learn to tap back into my intuition and as scary as it was, because when you're, you know, at a younger age of just graduating college, I was like maybe what, 2021, 20, and your parents are telling you what to do, and everyone's having these high expectations of you. But when your insides are pretty much screaming at you, saying, Oh, I don't want to go do med school, and, you know, I want to go do this and explore other options, it's, it's really, it was really tough back then. So I really just dove into listening to my, intuition and followed my entrepreneurial career of starting my own businesses. And over the last, gosh, decade or so, um, thanks to really stepping into that power of learning like laws of attraction and rules of abundance and visualization, I really have used all of those tools and methods in order to create the life, the business, the the income, the money, the boyfriend, the relationships, everything that I have uh, really came from all of that. So I found it to be a super powerful tool for me. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that it's so important to have that kind of perspective um, of, of how these tools can be applied in your life um, in a variety of different ways and why that's important. Because 
you know, this is a podcast where we're, we're talking about all things wellness. And so, you know, off the bat, people might be like, well, okay, why are you talking about law of attraction and manifestation? And if people are brand new to that conversation, they might even think like, that's kind of like woo woo and weird and <laughs> out there. But yeah. for me, I discovered in my own personal journey, and it sounds like it's the same for you. A huge component of wellness is your mindset and also an element of, of spiritual wellness and well-being and this this kind of connection to there being um, sort of a greater energy at play and it's it's it doesn't all fall on you to get everything done that if you align your mindset with the right kind of thinking and the right kind of uh, belief systems then creating the life that you want can be so much easier and that in turn supports your well-being you're going to be a healthier person if you're a happier person right yes absolutely and for me the reason why i even turned to it is because back then when i was in my early 20s and when you're in that position where you're really going against the grain and people aren't happy with your choices, like I couldn't really turn to my parents for help or advice because, you know, I was at this point, this crossroads in my life where I'm like, okay, well, I didn't go to med school. So it was almost that unspoken rule of, okay, well, you have to figure it out when we're cutting you off financially kind of a thing. So I really had to turn to these other methods of finding that support and that reassurance and when i came across the secret like that it was literally that life-changing moment where it was like oh like i have everything that i need within me and i just really had to learn to tap into it tune into it and by reinforcing myself with the positive mindset because it all comes down to just like you mentioned just having that positive mindset to keep moving forward because if i was at that point in my life where I had this idea of like, okay, I'm not going to go to med school, but I was so scared and so worried about what my parents were saying. And they were saying, you know, I'll never make it on my own, or I'm making the worst decision of my life by not going to school. If I stayed with that thought and that negativity, then there's no way I would have been able to get to where I am today. But it's because I just tapped into this different exploration of, oh, what is this? What is law of attraction? Like, how can I change my mindset to get what I want? Like by really tuning into that, it really, it's so powerful that I want everyone to experience it and learn it. Yeah. And a powerful part of what you're sharing too, is like the process of learning to trust those, those little intuitive hits in those moments where you're like, wow, I have no idea why because like everything outside me is telling me to make this one decision, but everything inside me is saying, no, go the other way, make a different, totally different decision than what, you know, your family or society or your friends would, would consider normal. And yeah, yeah. Like, so then I know something you and I had talked about before is once you start to trust that intuition more, then really awesome sort of synchronistic, synchronistic things start happening. And I would love if you can share, like, what are some of, what have some of those moments been like for you? Because before we share what the manuscripting method is and, and some of the tools you've been using to use kind of law of attraction and manifestation in your life, I think it can be helpful for people to hear relatable stories of, of things that have actually been created using these tools. Oh my gosh, I love sharing my stories and I could go on for literally 
hours of experiences <laughs> that I've had, that I've visualized, that I've journaled, that I've now coined the term manuscripting, that I've manuscripted about and just looking back and being like, oh my gosh, like I literally have this right now. So one of my favorites is actually from probably for the last couple of years, I was, I was single and not as in, I want to be single and working on myself. It was just more of like, okay, I have a certain set of like, you know, characteristics or standards that I want for my relationship moving forward. And, you know, the next time I'm going to start investing in somebody, like I want this to be like the one or, you know, just, I'm really putting my intention behind spending my time on things that are going to, you know, be, be in it for the long run. So at one point, I, I remember manuscripting for myself saying, okay, well, I want this amazing boyfriend that, you know, is into fitness, but he's an entrepreneur and kind of also with that, the place that I wanted to live. And I really wanted to live, I live in California, so I wanted to live on the ocean. I wanted to be able to wake up and look, you know, over my balcony at the ocean every single day. And I was super, super descriptive with writing out all of these things. And just like how I wanted to feel in a relationship and how I wanted to feel just waking up in the morning. And I was scripting this probably about a year and a half ago. And at the beginning of last year, I met this amazing man. And fast forward to today, what's crazy is he literally fits the bill of everything that I kind of scripted about in manuscripting. But this is the part that kind of trips me out the most is when we were deciding, okay, whose place are we moving into? I had an awesome apartment in Santa Monica, really close to the beach. But when I came and saw his apartment, um, it was it's literally right on the ocean, right in the marina, balcony overlooks the ocean. And it was just one of those, oh my gosh, I've literally been writing about this. Never did I think this could one, happen this fast. Or two, just like, you know, when you think about living on the ocean in California, like it's a, you know, it's expensive. It's like, I don't this probably <laughs> sure. be a goal related down the road. Like, I don't know. But it was just one of those like, oh my gosh, I'm literally living my exact dream life that I scripted about, you know, almost a year and a half ago, what I wanted for myself. So that's just one of the stories that I love to share. That is, that's such a cool one. Like gives me goosebumps to think like, wow, you can get that specific about something and then mm -hmm. see it come to life. And something I love that you shared is that you weren't just writing down like, physical characteristics or things you wanted to manifest like you didn't just say like oh I want him to have a six-pack like you were writing <laughs> down how you wanted to feel in that relationship and how you wanted to feel when you woke up in the morning which is so much more powerful than just saying like I want a million dollars it's like okay but how do you how do you want to feel like how would having that amount of money make you feel yes exactly and the power of visualizing feeling it. And that's why even just with my manuscripting process, which we can dive into here in just a bit, is that importance of really embodying all of it because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's actually real and in front of you versus what you're, you know, just thinking and visualizing and everything. So the power of bringing those two together is truly what I believe, like it attracts what you want into your life. And then also by doing this kind of process, even just like first thing in the morning when you're setting yourself up for the day is that subconsciously the decisions that you'll make, your intuition will start talking to you. The decisions you make subconsciously will all start propelling you forward in order to reach those goals of those visualizations that you're setting for yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so true. Um, I I'll share real quick. I experienced that 
um, same process on on kind of a bigger scale for myself. Um, well, like you said, like there are so many stories, but <laughs> the most recent big one in particular is my move to New York. Um, so last year, I spent most of the year kind of nomadic. I had um, been subletting my place in LA after living in LA for 11 years um, and started coming to New York um, for a few different a few different trips, but kind of just, again, following intuition that had me feel like, I feel like I need to be out there right now, but still with no intention of, of moving. Um, and then a few months into like traveling around the country and visiting friends and family, I started to realize like, okay, I think I do want to move to New York and started just doing a bunch of journaling and writing out like how I wanted to feel and the type of place I wanted to live in. And then every like subsequent visit to New York after that, I would walk around the city like I already lived there. Like I would just kind of try on, like what does it feel like to, to live here? And if this were my home, like where, where would my local coffee shop be? And started just kind of like putting out there and imagining what I wanted in an apartment and had no idea how it was gonna come about because apartment hunting in this city is so difficult and there were all these kind of like perceived challenges and I, you know, it was a brand new city 3000 miles away. Um, but I just put it out there and trusted like, okay, this is going to happen. And just like you said, like all the pieces started to fall into place and like the players started to line up to make it happen. And, and, you know, this is a, a longer story, but the apartment that I ended up getting, like, it's just, it was so perfect and synchronistic how it all lined up. And then looking back to a year ago, like, wow, look at how that all unfolded in, in a relatively short amount of time, just because I trusted the process. And it's so yes. cool that when you, when you see that come to life. Oh, it is the best. And I feel like when it comes to searching for homes and apartments, it's where it can get very, very powerful because most of us are so intentional. Like we all know what we want for an apartment and a home. And I love using, I have a similar story for, um, that is a lot. And again, I could go on for forever with this, but <laughs> that is such a cool story with yours too. When I, what I love too, is that like, those are, you know, they seem like bigger things, a home, a new city, a relationship, uh, maybe even like a career or a business, but you can use this for smaller things too. Do you have any examples of like little things, whether it's like a parking spot or just like something that you, you know, you don't have a lot of attachment to, but think would be nice and add value to your life that you have, that you remember kind of like manifesting or bringing to life on a day-to-day -day basis? Yes. Oh my gosh. The parking spot one is a real thing because especially oh, totally. living in LA, <laughs> living in LA, whenever you're driving anywhere, like that's literally the first thing that I think about when I'm entering a parking lot. It's like, you know, parking spot is just going to be open up wide open for me. And it's like <laughs> yep. nine times out of 10, it definitely happens. And it's just putting that positive intention in it. And then also, you know, even just coming into anything with that sort of intention, like for example, if I didn't get that parking spot right up front and I had to park further in the back, I feel like something else always comes out of that. Like for example, it took me a little longer to walk into the store and therefore maybe I ran into someone or something else yeah. happened as a chain reaction from that happening. So it also comes down to like, you know, it's going to happen as it's supposed to. So put the intention out there, put that manifestation, put that visualization out there, but don't be super attached to the outcome. Like give the universe room to play and it's going to create the best outcome for you. 
Yeah, I love that. Will you actually expand on that for a second? Because I think sometimes it can get really, it can be difficult for people to not be attached to the outcome when we decide on something that we really, really want. Um, mm -hmm. But will you explain a little bit more why it's so important to, to not be attached and, and what could happen if you are overly attached to a specific outcome? Yeah, I feel like when you are super attached to something like, oh, it has to happen, you know, in this way by this date. And if it doesn't, then, you know, I'm going to be mad. You're really just signaling out to the universe. And I call it, it's just like, just think of it this like this invisible energy. Like if you are being so demanding of something, like you're just putting up that wall of resistance where you're not going to be able to allow anything to come in. And I know for a lot of people, it's, it's hard to make that balance or adjustment, but that's why even just by using the manuscripting method and just journaling, using this method, journaling out in the morning and then just kind of like, okay, I've put, just like put it out to the universe, let it go. And don't stress on it. Like you don't have to be counting your pennies every single day in your bank account. If you're trying to, you know, make more money or go on like every single date with every single guy if you're trying to like find the perfect one for this real relationship it's like just put it out there and just make efforts towards that goal for example with money it's like okay when you open up your bank account every now and then or whenever you do it you know open it up with gratitude and be grateful for what you have right now or maybe just be a little bit more mindful about spending or for example, what I love to do when it comes to finances and when I'm trying to call more money in, I'll be maybe, I'll put a specific amount with the amount that I'd want to make, but I don't put an exact deadline on it. I almost thank the universe as if I already have it. And that's kind of part of my manuscripting method is journaling out, thanking the universe for what you want, but acting as if you already have it. And another thing that I would do is when I'm, for example, out and about walking around and I'll find, you know, 25 cents on the ground or I'll find like five bucks or, you know, in a random jacket or something like that. I always say, thank you. i always pick up the quarter or the money on the, on the ground. Don't step over the money. Like even if it's a penny, if you ignore that penny on the ground, you're basically signaling to the universe oh, I don't need that. That's not good enough. That's not what I want. And you're almost like putting up that wall of resistance. So I'm always grateful for every single, you know, penny, dime, quarter that I pick up. And I say, thank you, universe, and more, please. So you're just doing everything in more gratitude versus I want, I want, I want to think about, oh my gosh, I already have this. Like, thank you so much. So really just switching that mindset of being grateful versus demanding will create this this switch in your life too. Mm, yes, so powerful. Um, okay, so let's dive into it. What What is the manuscripting method and how can people put it to practice in their own lives? So the manuscripting method is basically after years and years of having doing this and having all these experiences, I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be ignored. I have to share it. And I shared it with a couple groups of people just randomly at like retreats or in group settings. And then randomly, like throughout the following weeks and months, I'll get DMs on Instagram or, you know, text messages from people with screenshots, just unsolicited testimonials from, oh my gosh, Sam, I've been doing this and it's literally changed my life. Or, oh my gosh, Sam, I did this. I went for an interview. I got that job and I got the raise or, you know, et cetera. Like, so 
with that, you basically, the second that you wake up in the morning, I always highly recommend doing this first thing in the morning because I look at it as you're waking up with a clean slate. And sure, you might be waking up with some, you know, maybe you had a fight with your significant other the night before or someone at your job, or maybe you're just not waking up in the best mood, but that's okay because I'll put you, you go through like this meditation process to get you in a right state of mind. But doing this first thing in the morning, as I mentioned earlier, is just subconsciously programming your brain to put this visualization and manifestation into effect for the rest of the day and every single day after. So what you would do is you would just sit down quietly. You'd have um, the manuscripting method, which is an actual journal with different prompts and stuff in it. But basically you would write out, you would focus on one goal at a time and write out um, what you are looking to manifest or what goal you want to set or what goal you want to come true for yourself. And that could be either financial or relationships or house or, you know, whatever it is that you're looking for. And you would write out the sentence is, and that would say, I am so happy and grateful that I have, and then you fill in the blank. So for example, if you're looking like maybe you're an entrepreneur and you want, you know, five more clients this month in your business or something like that, but you would, again, write it as if it's already happened and you're thanking the universe for it. So it could look something like this. Like, I am so happy and grateful that I have five new clients paying me $5,000 a month this month. And you would rewrite that sentence 10 times. And the importance of writing out that same sentence 10 times is that you're really connecting. The power of 10 is really connecting on a spiritual power level. Uh, so that's why it's important to write that out 10 times. And what I would do is not change this up every single day. I would almost focus on that one thing until it kind of comes to fruition. And again, this could happen you know, over a couple of weeks, this could happen over a month or a year. It just truly depends on what else you have going on in your life and how much one action you're taking. Cause when you do put out manifestations and stuff like this, you can't just say, Oh, I want a million dollars and sit on your couch and act like it's going to happen. You do still have to take daily actions and you will know which, which direction to go because you'll start tuning into your intuition as you're starting to do this process. Because Everything is all connected energetically. You already have the answers within you. You already know what's going to happen and you just have to really pay attention to it. So when I start doing that day after day after day, this is when things start happening. And then once say, you accomplish that goal, you can move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. So it's kind of a process that I've been doing, like I said, for many years and it's just incredibly powerful. Okay. So you recommend, like, like you said, focusing on one, not doing like five different goals at once. Correct. So there is a second way of doing this. So that is, I would focus on one goal every single day. So again, you're writing as if you already have it, thinking in the universe. And then about maybe once a month, or honestly, when I'm feeling called and pulled to do something, like for example, if I feel like there's a lot of changes happening, or if I know maybe I'm moving, or if I'm like changing stuff in my business or my career or my relationship or something like that. I like to also do a whole take like one to two pages in the journal and write out my entire life, how I want it to look. So again, you're still acting as if it's already happened, but you're thanking the universe uh, for it. So for example, with this, you would say, I am so happy and grateful that I am living in this sort of house and it has this view and I'm feeling this and I do this in the morning. And then, you know, I have this relationship and he treats me like this and I feel this. So 
as long as you're, you can take a whole couple pages of just scripting out your entire life, how you want it to eventually look, uh, you don't have to do that every day because that one is a much more of a deep dive and it's a lot more, um, I don't want to say time consuming, but it takes a lot longer than a quick, you know, five to 10 minute um, manuscripting method journal entry. But with that, that's when it becomes super powerful because that's when you can really tie in everything together. And when I've done these like bigger uh, brain dumps of exactly everything that I want, that's how it propels me subconsciously to do my daily journal entries. And then from there, that's how I've literally had my entire picture of what my life looks like today come to fruition because I was already dreaming of it, thinking of it, feeling it you know, months and years ago before it ever arrived. And I love something you shared before too, that it is not just like you are putting a wish out there and then sitting on the couch. Like action is still a really important part of this process. It's just that your action becomes more aligned and inspired when you get really intentional. You're, you're clearer on the action that's going to make a difference and be more effective, right? Yeah, exactly. And when you really truly start tapping into this, and it does take time, like, I remember when I was first sitting down to even just try to meditate, like I couldn't even meditate for five minutes without one getting bored or being like, this is stupid. <laughs> but it took it, the same goes with like training your intuition too. So and how you can kind of even feel into that when you're making decisions is when you feel like that literally that gut jerk reaction where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, I need to open up this business or maybe I need to invest in this. Like your intuition is going to tell you it's either you're either going to be scared or nervous. And here's also another thing. Intuition kind of sometimes feels like being scared and nervous, but ultimately you're going to, you're going to know, but you ultimately know when something's good for you and when something's bad for you. And what happens is how you can test this is maybe the next time you're feeling your intuition and you are, or think back on a time where you thought, you know what? I shouldn't leave the house today. You know, I just have a feeling if I get in my car, something bad is going to happen. And say if you ignore that, and maybe later that day you got a speeding ticket or something like that. It's like, you knew, like you knew you shouldn't have left the house that day, but you did anyway. And the universe kind of took you on this little roller coaster ride of, okay, you got pulled over, you got the speeding ticket. Now you got to deal with that. And all you have to do is really listen to your gut. So what I believe is like, when you go against your intuition, you're ultimately going to get to that goal that you wanted or that thing that you wanted. But if you make the wrong or incorrect kind of decision along the way, if you ignore your intuition, you're just going to go on this roller coaster ride of learning certain lessons, which can be heartbreaking, which can be tough, which can be, could suck, but you'll ultimately end up reaching your goal. You're just going to learn a lot of lessons along the way. So when you really just tap in, you're either going to make the right decisions and it's going to accelerate you faster towards your end goal, or you're going to go on this roller coaster ride of lessons um, and end up there. Eventually it just might take you a little bit longer or, you know, with some, you know, heartache along the way too. <laughs> Which can be <laughs> valuable sometimes. Yes. Yes. Definitely sometimes valuable. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to people listening who might think like, okay, acting as if or pretending feels really silly for me or feels forced? What would you say to people who have that experience with it? Just keep on trying it. It does feel silly. Like when I did kind of first start doing this, like I really, it took me a while to tap into it, but I would first off just 
test it with little things to get yourself in that belief mode. So I like to almost use like the cup of coffee example or like finding, you know, 25 cents on the ground. Like, so ask for little things, like really visualize little things. Like if you're heading to Starbucks or whatever, you're in the car going somewhere, ask for something small and then just see how that plays out. It might happen that day. It might happen a couple of days later, but really just kind of like put that out there and see what happens. And once you start getting, I like to call them like these quick little wins, like just like in business or life or anything else, that's when you'll kind of start growing on, oh my gosh, it did work. Like I did get that. So test it in that sense. And then once you start kind of believing into it more and seeing those results, you know, start asking for bigger things. So that's how I would start to do it. Or just like anything else, when you do start something new for the first time like this, it can feel funny. Like I remember I, like I mentioned earlier, like I used to like think meditation was like kind of dumb. And I just like, was like, Oh my God, this is such a waste of my time. And I could be doing a million other things with this, but now it is the most powerful thing I could do on a daily basis because the power of it and the results that I've seen from it. So just treat it like a new exercise. And yeah, it might feel funky at first, or you might not think, or you might not believe it or whatever. But when you try these little, little, little tests first, you'll, you'll fall in love with it pretty quickly. Yeah. And I like to think, you know, what do you have to lose anyways, by, by trying, if it doesn't work, well, then that all you lost was maybe a little bit of time, five minutes each day. But if it does, you have so much to gain. So might as yeah. well. Try. Yeah, exactly. So what else would you, what else do you want people to know who are tuning in and listening about, you know, the manuscripting method or um, manifestation in general, or just how to, how to create um, more of what they want in life? What, what else do you want people to walk away with? You know, at the end of the day with all of this is just really living that life of having that positive mindset and that mindset of abundance and that anything and everything is possible because when you live in that state of just gratitude and positivity and tuning into the things that just light you up on fire, like that is where you're going to see growth in every aspect of your life. It's how you can really propel forward. And it's really, I don't want to say the universe like rewards you for that, but just all these doors just really start opening up for you. So regardless if it's, you know, tapping into the manuscripting method or using any other tools that you have um, to get you to this place is super powerful. And I just, I mean, the stories that I have and the results that I have from it, it's, it's just undeniable that it works. And I know it does for so many other people. So like you mentioned earlier, it's like, what do you have to lose with it? Absolutely. Yep. I love that. All right. So the last thing that I love to ask people who come on this show, since it is a wellness podcast, is what is one daily wellness practice or habit that you swear by and can't live without? Mine is honestly my morning ritual. It is I set myself up by drinking my greens. I make my greens in the morning. First thing I'll come into my office, I'll burn some sage, I'll get my crystals out, I'll have my manuscripting journal, and I will go to town on everything that we just kind of mentioned. And that's how I start my day. And without it, like, I mean, I could live without it. But at the same time, it's the one thing that propels me forward every single day. Yeah. So why would you want to live without it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You've got to start your day on a positive and powerful note. Yes. 
Great, Samantha. So where can people find out more about you if they want to follow you and the work that you do and everything that you're up to? Where can they find you? Definitely connect with me on Instagram. That is where I'm the most active. And if you're interested in the manuscripting method and getting the manuscripting journal, send me a DM and I will connect you into my private Facebook community. That is all about it. Amazing. I will be sure to link your Instagram in the show notes. So for everybody who's tuning in, make sure you go and follow her so you can get all her awesome tips and definitely reach out if you want to learn more about the manuscripting method. Samantha, thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here and sharing your story and this awesome, powerful tool with everybody who's listening. This was, this was such a great conversation. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> I know, seriously. It's, it's hard to, to wind it down. So we'll just have to have you back on and have another like level two manifestation conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. And for everybody who's tuning in, thank you so much for listening today. If you know anybody who would be interested or benefit from hearing this episode, make sure that you share it with them and subscribe to the podcast as well. And as always, until next time, have a happy and healthy day.